Welcome to Carol and Kay, Save the USA, here with Kay Smythe and Carol Silva. Carol, how was your week? Oh, my week's going okay. I couldn't wait to tell you. And I'm surprised, it, I, I'm surprised it took this long. We, yeah. uh, we, we got our first Twitter replier telling me they hope I die of the cancer I had. So yeah, no. oh, yeah it was great. It was great. I mean, because here's the thing, like, who are these, like, like, leeches? <laughs> who are these terrible humans? I laughed. I, I liked it. I liked it. I hit the heart button. <laughs> He said, he said, let's, let's hope it comes back. He replied to my cancer pinned tweet and said, let's hope it comes back and finishes the job. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There's humans out there, folks. That's how miserable people are, but. Wow. Well, I hope his full followers enjoyed. <laughs> totally. Totally. I, I'm glad I liked it to give him a little, you know. Yeah. Kind of, thanks babe. Oops, sorry. <laughs> thanks babe. Funny. Totally. Um, no, um, otherwise everything's great. We, um, you know, you, you have this moment when you become a mom, especially a little bit later in life. And you're like, thinking about it. You're like, oh my gosh, eight years ago, I was in New York city in the meatpacking district, like half naked on a banquette, like rocking out. And now I'm in a wiggle and dance class yeah. with a bunch of toddlers and I'm running around with rattles and I'm like listening to miss Judy sing. And you're like, what happened to me? You're like running with the rattle. And you're like, oh my God, this is like the kids are running all over. Someone's spitting up another one, like oh clunk his head in the wall. Anyway, it, the class was lovely. And um, I do love the wiggle and dance class. Um, but big news uh, for Auntie KK, big news. We're about to leave. And my, my son is a big, he's a big clapper. He loves to clap. So if you ever need someone in the audience, he's the dude you want. He, he'll yeah. give you the biggest round of applause. Okay. And he's also a waver. He's a big bye-bye, bye-bye. So he goes up to all the little kids one by one to say goodbye. And he goes up to little Gabby and he's like, you know, bye-bye. And she comes over to do the hug so we go oh and then she goes in boom massive smooch right on the lips <laughs> totally and my little guy's like <laughs> and then gabby sits back and she can't be more proud of herself she's like <laughs> and she said that i got a photo of it and you have to see her face and he's just like he's like this looking at her like what just happened so anyway <laughs> Mark the day, July 1st, 2021, my son had his first kiss and the little girl, girl power. She was like, I'm going for it. He's a handsome dude. I'm not going to hold back, but, um, I'm so yeah, proud of her. It's Good. a big day. It was a big day. And ah. yeah, but it's really funny to watch the class K because the little yeah. girls in the class, yeah, they all do what Miss Judy says. They sit there. Miss Judy says, raise your arms. The little girls are like this, you know, the, any, the, they're the perfect little students. The little boys are just fucking hot messes. They're running around. One of them has his mom's name tag on his forehead. The other one's like drooling down the drawer. Uh, I mean, my son is at the window screaming cause cause like, like Miss Judy's lost control of all the boys, but the little girls all just sit there in a row, just doing, do, doing all the dance moves anyway. Oh my um, gosh. Parenting. It's fun. But how was your week so far? Well, definitely not as exciting as that. Um, no, no first I think no first kisses. No, I've got a, I got a, I've, I've kissed all of the frogs that I wanted to kiss in LA. So none of them turned into princes. Well, a couple did, but they don't live here anymore. The very, yeah. sen very, very sensible men. Um, so no, I've just basically spent the entire week writing and craving Wendy's because I hate you and it's all your fault. 
and you are just everything you do. Like yesterday, I, I, I look in my fridge. I literally looked into my fridge yesterday. I was like, what do I have? I was like, I have loads of fresh fruit and I have whipped cream. It's coffees with whipped cream and it's Wendy's. You've Americanified me. No, but I need, wait a second. Before everyone thinks I'm some terrible slob, I need, just need to say this. Like I eat healthy, but it was you. I fed you Wendy's one time and it was by your freaking request, right? We were in the Valley, <laughs> our friend Claudia, and you were like, oh, whilst we drive down Sepulveda, I believe there was a wendy's i've never had wendy's i i would fancy a burger so i cut over three lanes of traffic to get your skinny ass into the wendy's <laughs> line i tell you what to order and now all of a sudden it's i'm the root yeah. cause of your addiction okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. well listen 100 here's the other thing i want to say to you okay okay there's certain rules like that i just believe in mm-hmm. i love that you love wendy's and do you want to know why i love that you love why wendy's? why because because I can't stand girls who don't like, who are like fussy eaters. If you're a chick who craves a burger, then you're good in the sack. You are. This is my advice for guys. It is. Yes. It is. The last thing you want. And I don't mean like, listen, girls of all sizes. I mean, Kay is clearly pretty damn tiny. You know, you need to love food. It's the same kind of like mm-hmm. psychological part of you. Whereas guys, if you go out with a chick and she's like, eh. I may have the grilled chicken. Is there any salt on that? Any pepper? I'm um, no sauce. Sauce on the side. No Run sauce. fast. Yeah. Run fast. Yeah. They suck in bed. Totally. And the <laughs> same thing goes for guys. Like you. Yeah. Want the oh, 100%. Totally. You want yeah. the chick. It's a sign of how they are sexually. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. It's that they suck in bed if they're going to take all the sauces off their food. And the mm-hmm. fact that you're craving Wendy's just says a lot about who who you are overall as a person these are my rules these are my rules if you like food you're good in bed okay guys remember that you want the chick who likes food yeah i 100 we should start coming up with like a rules thing on the website that's just carol and Kay's rules for life yeah oh we gotta call we gotta call the agents we we just got our next book sorted that's how many now three um carol Kay's rules for life I mean, okay, so one person who used to post loads of amazing food pictures, I'm gonna, I'm gonna segue here a little bit into some local news. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna give you a hint. That's actually, that's your hint. Someone that we both know who used to post amazing pictures of food hasn't done for a while, mostly steaks, steaks that I very much craved and posted about a lot on social media about how much I craved them. Um, so this week, you may have seen that uh, a staffer for Mike Bonin, councilman of Los Angeles's 11th district. Yeah. So I have to explain who people are. New on every episode. <laughs> yes, I'm learning. Yes, yes. <laughs> so Mike Bonin is one of the uh, overlords of the homeless industrial complex. You know, he lit- like there's another video of a going around of a cop literally saying that the councilman Mike Bonin is has said to LAPD that they are forbidden to touch tents on the boardwalk. So one of his staffers wrote a letter to LAFD, I think it was, saying, please, can you remove the dangerous, insane man from outside our offices? 
oh, but like leave them in front of primary schools, leave them in front of uh, people's private homes, their businesses, let people get murdered day in, day out in Venice within the homeless encampments and by the people in the homeless encampments. Oh, yeah, but oh no, there can't be one, one little one, you know, one little transient outside their offices. So massive hypocrisy. But like, I mean, we all knew it. Anyone who like researches the stuff knew it. So I wake up the morning that this letter is released and um, our mutual friend who uh, posts amazing food pictures uh, was the one who sent it to me, but I'm almost too scared to tell you who it is because you might kill me because he texted me. I have have no idea. I have two options, but go ahead. Wait, okay, wait, okay. Who who are your two options? (laughs) Who do you think it was? It's either Larry O'Connor or Chef Gruel. If it's Chef Gruel, our friendship's done. Because then you've crossed the Jersey line. Like, then, like, you already stole Larry from me a while ago. And I know Larry posts his, I, ma- I make steak and I don't eat a carp. Which, by the way, ooh, going back to our first segment, we got to get Larry on the carps. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> got to get Larry on the carps. But, but Larry looks very fit. So, Larry, whatever uh, Larry's doing is right. He's but, so um, cool. okay, Yeah. Go back. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, it was Larry. Larry texted me it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'll save that. And I was going to send you a screenshot of it. And then I was too scared to send the screenshot in case you saw who it came from. So Larry O'Connor, thank you for thank you for sending us that news. But um, please stop because Carol's going to divorce me. Yeah, I'm going to post pictures of Larry and I for when I used to when he I used to be his number one on Carol and Kay. Um, I don't know how that changed just because you guys met for three seconds in the studio one day. And all the hours I spent talking with Larry mean nothing. Um, okay. No. I didn't know where you were going. Okay. No. You haven't stolen Chef Gruel from me. Who? No, there. no. And I, I would never, I don't, in, I don't oh, intend yeah. to do okay. this, but um, no, I just like going back though to the real story. Cause like, we love you, Larry, but we're going to steal some of your listeners. <laughs> um, but the real, like the real story here is the fact that one of these staffers, actually had the audacity to write this email how is mike bonin still in his job how has he not retired or like um resigned in shame at this point he's running again he's running again and then the night like bill malugin at fox is like set to interview him he just bails he just bails this is what he does he has no sense of responsibility he lives in his own private idaho i i could i thought it was a joke i genuinely thought it was a joke until obviously it was validated that this letter came out yeah, anyway a, a couple sorry. quick things i mean yeah, yes and was in her office near westchester park which i'm very familiar with yeah. because i used to go there to um see some of the senior citizens they had a rec center there I cannot believe that. I think it was the Venice Current that said they're up to 91 tents there. I mean, Kay, I'm talking four years ago is when I would go there. It was such a pretty yeah. park. That that town is a really cute town. Um, and now you just can't even get into it. So this is where this bitch's office was. It was a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and she's scared of the transient that they're letting, like Kay said, sit in front of our elementary schools. Well, too yeah. bad. And, and we just posted on our at Carol the letter NK account, uh, Twitter account, uh, a piece from the Venice Current today that was written by a Mar Vista resident when she heard the story you just relayed, Kay. And she wrote a nice letter to Mike Bonin. And I'm telling you, it kind of is life-changing. You have to read it. She goes, can, oh, we, can we read it oh, out now? Oh, you had a transient in your front? Um, yeah, let me, um, 
Yeah, let's read it. You talk about how you have fentanyl dealers on your corner and I'll pull it up. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my that was my lovely morning. You know, I just stepped out and there they are right there. I saw a drug deal before seven o'clock this morning. And I guess heroin is a morning drug and crack is a nighttime drug. I'm oh. reading Dope Sick right now. And I learned that. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful. And the other thing, and I'm really glad that you're um, going to be reading out this letter. Yeah. So the other piece of feedback we got from Twitter this week was, Carol, you and I are the only people who reported on the police insurgents down in Venice yeah. and last the Venice week. Current. And, and the Venice, Venice Current. current. That's it. And, you know, we're friends with the Venice Current and we kind of, you know, always give them credit for all the great reporting they do. And then yeah. we have our own too. And yeah, nobody's covering it. And you want to know something? Our friend Candace texted me the same exact thing this morning and said, Carol, I never heard anything about that Venice mob stuff that went down except from the Venice current and UNK. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Share this podcast with everyone. People just share it. Just go to the last five people you texted in your phone, <clears throat> hit the button, share it with everyone. Tell them to listen to five minutes. We guarantee they'll get through the whole thing because yeah, we're, we're really great. We're, um, no, we're like you say, okay, we're breaking down the California media wall because certain media can't cover this shit. We can and we will. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you ready for the letter? Yes. Okay. So she talks about her first reaction, admittedly. And by the way, this is all courtesy of the Venice Current at okay. Current Venice. At Current Their Venice. Twitter handle. And they are a great, great news organization mm-hmm. um, that just started up recently. And they'll, they're going to give you the full scoop what's going down. So this woman says, you know, when she originally uh, originally read it, uh, she tried not to cackle out loud about your employee, Mike Bonin, having a transient outside of their office. You just can't script that kind of irony. But when I watched the Fox News segment that shed more light on the unhoused person that your employee sought to remove, I became incensed when the news anchor read the email aloud to this unhoused man. The man was so embarrassed to hear that he was bothering people that he moved his belongings immediately. I really can't imagine what kind of egregious disruption this one seemingly conscientious unhoused man could have caused for your worker to be so alarmed. But I recognize that there could be more to the story. Thus, I wanted to ask Hannah, your employee, and you some questions for clarification. This is when it gets good. Did this man push an unhoused woman up against the wall of the office and beat her mercilessly? Because that's something I witnessed right outside my home. Did he go on the record during an NBC Streets of Shame segment claiming he was a struggling addict with violent anger issues only to later kill an elderly man in broad daylight while stealing his bicycle? Because that was someone who hung out in my alley. Did he approach you guys asking for somewhere to, quote, hang out only to chase you to your vehicle, pound on your driver's side window and scream at you when you outran him? Oh, because that's what happened to me on the street by my house. Did he remove his pants and have explosive diarrhea all over the walls of your office? Because that happens all over my home and alleyway on a regular basis. There is actually a giant black something log of feces right outside of my home as I type this. Did you guys get a heroin needle stuck in the side of your shoe as you walked to or from the office? Because that just happened to my husband last month. Did gang members begin warring over who sells drugs to the unhoused person and start a tagging war all around your office? Because that happened in my alley. And we both had our $5,000 wood fence that we erected for better protection and our garage tagged. 
Um, on the subject of gang members, have there been any altercations, Mike, around your office? Because I've had gang members verbally fighting in my alley for hours, threatening to shank one another underneath my bedroom window. Did you ever look outside your window, Mike, your office window, and see a corpse with a heroin needle sticking out of his body? I have twice. Oh. Multiple overdoses in my alley, two to which my husband and I were the first ones to respond. Oh. Did this guy pass out in yours or Hannah's planter in a heroin stupor nearly naked with his penis exposed? Because I know how that goes. <laughs> did, he, did he have an intense episode of psychosis that he hallucinated, screamed awful things on the top of his lungs, fought the air, or spoke in voices that resembled demonic possession? Because that has pretty much been on a constant loop in my alley since 2018. Did he blatantly smoke meth or inject heroin in front of you? Because that happens frequently in our alley right here. It goes on and on. This is one woman's life in Marvista, <sighs> in Mike Bonin's district. So Mike Bonin's poor little employee who had a harmless homeless man, according to the report on Fox, it just wasn't good enough for her. Call LAP. Can you please remove him? Remove him. But then this woman says, this is my life. And then you bring up outside the elementary schools. This is hell. It's hell on earth. I am literally speechless. I, I don't on. even know. I, mean, I just don't want to take up more time. It is it is on our Carolyn K Twitter. You've got to read this full letter from the citizen and God bless her because I, I just can't imagine this happening. Yeah. In my home no. to anyone's home. No one deserves to live this way. And she even says the people on the streets don't deserve this. So she goes no. into the part about how you've destroyed lives. Where are you? You yeah. scumbag. <sighs> wow. Haunting. That is Haunting. just. It's, yeah. It's, it, it really, it, it's a letter that must be read. So it's on our Twitter and everybody should check it out. And thank you to yeah. current for finding her and for her taking the time. Yeah. Everyone, uh, everyone listening to the podcast, you can go back. The date is uh, the 1st of July, 2021. And you can read this letter. Um, if you're listening to it a year in the future, LA will have burned to the ground um, because yeah. Cause this councilman won't, pay any attention to the letter we will he won't and neither will anyone else how is he not left out of office how's he not gone how does he not say i'm not gonna run again i have no idea especially after he canceled the interview too with fox that was so unprofessional that was basically the nail in his coffin i think politically but there are still so many like well here's here's the scary thing like what they'll do is when it comes to voting day they'll give all of the homeless people like a, like five dollars or like a ten dollar gift card for which they can then go and buy like a couple of hits of heroin or meth they'll take them to the voting booth they'll go in and vote even though they won't have any id um, they'll all vote for Bonin because Bonin is the one who just bought them the meth. Bonin will be responsible indirectly for the deaths of those people that will ensue from the money he gives them that they then go and use on drugs and overdose from. Um, but, you know, that's the only way that he gets back into office. It's the only way. Well, like just rampant cheating and whatever. Yeah, rampant cheating. It's um, absolutely terrifying. Ooh. Anyway. So what anyway. about the two Venice what was there there were two fires side by side or something yeah there were two encampment fires side by side in um Bologna Creek I mean the crime list from this week is horrifying we've only got a couple of minutes left here I don't know how much well, you want to go I, into I, I gotta throw one out too like yeah on top of your two Venice encampment fires side by side there was also another one near the Bologna Creek which is the eco yeah. reserve how many have we had over the last month 
probably like six or seven and that one burned just that one area folks where's PETA where what's the name of that other club Sierra Club where's the Sierra Club where are you people you're giving Mike Bonin awards and he's killing the freaking rare plants and and birds we've got migrating there it is so disgusting and I just have to say too okay just to bring us down to earth the other day I was talking to um a friend here in North Carolina and she said hold tight hold tight you and Kay always talk about trash fires. Like, what's a trash fire? <laughs> and it was the funniest thing because we're so close. We live in it like we're so LA that to uh, all of us listen and yeah. most of us listening, it's like, oh, there's another trash fire, another vagrant fire. Yeah, they just set yeah. shit on fire. When you're in North Carolina, it's like, I don't understand. Like, we don't have that. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like, it just took me down to earth. Like, you're right. Yeah. The rest of America doesn't have random vagrant <laughs> trash fires or rubbish fires rubbish I fires call them refuse fires whatever. refuse bin fires i mean it, it really is like uh, it's hard to explain to people like my family have like finally they kind of understand it now um i just had a long conversation with my parents about um some stuff that is going on for us at the end of this month and my dad admitted that for the first time in his life, this is the guy who dragged us. Well, it wasn't him. It was no scary mom that dragged us all over the world, but amazingly so. But, you know, like I have scars on my body from like random country walks I've done with my dad that have ended up being like 10 hours long because we've gone the wrong way and nearly died. Like halfway up volcanoes that are erupting, all this kind of stuff. None of that freaked him out. Living in Los Angeles, he is genuinely scared for my well-being in the first, for the first time in my life. First time in my life he's worried for me. And you know, I I don't mean to be harsh, and I know you would never take it that way, but you're in an abusive relationship. And yeah, it's the, it's the it's the hallmarks of an abusive relationship. As an as a Santa Monica citizen, an LA citizen, you're kind of living in it. Like I was, I was living in it. Okay, there's a vagrant outside with the metal pole. Okay, there's this person in Starbucks I'm scared of, and they've got dirty stuff all over the tables, and then children come and eat on that table. Like you just you're a part of it, and then you leave. And you're like, you look back like an abusive relationship and you say, holy shit, I was being abused by a terrible city council, mayor Mm -hmm. clown dick, a horrific governor, top to bottom, just the the most corrupt bureaucracy in our country, probably is the state of California. And and then you leave and you say, wow, but um, why don't we tease that we have coming up since we have to jack? Okay, yeah. You want to tease it? You want to tease it? Or shall I? Um, um, why don't you? Well, first, I mean, listen, I just want to say July 4th is coming up. So uh, Sheriff Villanueva and his big swing and dick is going to clean out Venice. I've heard they have helped a bunch of people. Um, so yep. we're going to see what happens. But that's that's kind of something we're going to be following. Go ahead, Kay. What do you got? Uh, what do I got? Um, yeah, so we got the 4th of July. Ooh. We have an exciting episode coming up next week. We are really doing our branch out to a more national platform. Um, we have we have a source. We have a new source that no one else has. Uh, multiple sources, actually, technically, uh, down at the border. And so we're going to start reporting on some of the horror shows happening down there, like the real... The real stuff that the mainstream news media will never even really probably get access to. Um, but we've managed to get everything verified. Um, and yeah, if you care about children, you're going to be punching walls. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big yeah. one. So tune in next week. Uh, 
I think I'm trying to think like what else do we have? Oh, well, there's we, we, we have a special video we're releasing next week, too. Oh. So that's our other thing, which we'll, we'll just keep it as a surprise because we love the yeah. last last one was our our school video, which was awful because it showed the encampments and drug deals outside of the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have another one coming up next week. So that'll be something good for us next week. But yeah. uh, thanks for the short show today. Um, short but sweet. Short but sweet, yeah. So have a great 4th of July, everyone. Even though you kicked my country out of this country, that's fine. I don't blame you. You know, (laughs) no hard feelings. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) I came here too. I will be thinking of you all weekend, wondering if it's fireworks or gunshots. So just remember, it is July 4th. I know, but... I'm not leaving. No, I've already got a plan with the girls. We're not leaving the pool. The police can come to us again. You know, yeah. Have them do that. They might be cute. That'll be fun. I mean, I don't want to say no. Um, <laughs> be eating a burger. Somewhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All wait. Right. Have a great weekend. Happy July 4th. Happy July 4th. Love you. Big stuff next week. Thanks, everyone. Love you. Bye. Bye. So, for everyone listening on the podcast, we are still live for about 10 seconds, but now we're also going to say love you. Bye again. So, love you. Bye. See you after the weekend. Love you, bye.